is going on, everyone? Welcome back to What You're Talking About, your uh, favorite show of the ASU women's hockey team here at ASU. My name is Chase Spears. I'm one of your hosts alongside Mr. Trey Matthews. We are back in the studio after a two-week break, one-week break. Yeah, so what had happened was is that you were traveling with the team to Utah, and on, and uh, of, of all days, like my, my car, I was having car issues, so I couldn't make it to the studio, and you guys were having plane issues, so uh, <laughs> just, just not a good day for, for travel in, in a sense. But we're back better than ever, and I just want to add on, you said – uh, your favorite place to talk about uh, ASU women's hockey? Well, the only place to talk about ASU women's hockey, and we and we enjoy every second of it. Yeah, Trey really does enjoy every second of it. I know he does. But in, I'm the OG. In any case, well, we have a lot to talk about because, again, Trey, as you mentioned, we haven't been in the studio since I believe the series be or sorry, the weekend or the day of the Denver series. Yep. So we have. Four series to recap, Trey, and a series to preview the final regular season to preview or regular season series preview and your final regular series in ever for this team. Yep. Last one. Yep. Final uh, regular season. Don't know what's going to happen during the playoffs, but um, yeah, I I just want to say it's been uh, one hell of a ride, uh, you know, covering ACHA Women's D1 ever since. Ever since I was a sophomore uh, at my undergrad, so it's it, it's been great. And uh, like I said, don't know what's going to happen playoffs. Nothing's guaranteed, but um, I'm definitely going to uh, enjoy uh, calling senior night with you, partner. Well, I can tell you, Trey, that one's going to be fun. We'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, real quick announcement. Uh, announcement. Jeez, I can't speak today. What you're talking about is returning for its third season next year, so don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Well, I'm, I'm not going, going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I'll be back. We'll see if we have a have a second uh, co-host. Uh, but, you know, for sure what you're talking about is returning uh, next semester in the following semester for possibly its final run. We'll see. But let's let's just give a round of applause for that. Yay. Okay. Well, well, well let, let, you know, we, we still got a few weeks of or, you know, I guess a couple of months still yes. hosting the show before. And we're planning to do some stuff over the summer. So yep. we'll definitely do that. But let's get into these series. We have four games in total to recap. Let's start with the Denver series. Man, oh, man, it was a rough one. For the Pioneers, it was uh, another blowout. ASU has only lost once in their whole program history to Denver, and they didn't make it a second time. Anita Fleming started off the scoring in the first period, the only goal, shorthanded goal in that period, and then came the onslaught. Maddie Messenbrink, Brittany Bradell, Tristan Craig, Sammy Lush, Anita Fleming once again, and Brittany Bradell. To pretty much tuck this game away. <laughs> if I recall correctly, I think um, three players were on hat trick watch, right? Uh, it was Brittany, it was Maddie, and um, I forget the third person. I, I know there were Anita. Re- Anita. Oh, she scored twice? Yes. Okay, so yeah. Three players, uh, game one against uh, the Pioneers who were on hat trick watch. Yeah, it, and Maddie Messenbrink did complete that hat trick. I believe that was her first in program history, scoring two in the third period, including a power play goal, and then Sydney Paulson with a late one as well. Two took this game away, hey, ten on. to one. They gave uh, they gave Maddie a goal when it should have been credited to Brittany, right? If I recall. no, because Brittany scored 
but they called it off because I think goaltender interference. I believe that was the official call. Because because I know Brittany was on the verge of getting a hat trick yes. in the in the third period, but they super but close they called to it her off. first official hat trick. But ten one game shots were insane. Fifty nine to thirteen, <laughs> which was crazy. Um, and it didn't it didn't stop there. Next game, uh, Sydney Paulson, Logan Satara, Sam Murphy, and Brittany Burdell struck early in the first period. Then Anita Fleming scored in the second period. Maddie Platson in the third period in the power play, and this is probably one of my favorite moments uh, this season. Evelyn Olson getting her first goal as a Sun Devil. I, you know, I had talked to Lindsay Ellis so, uh, so many times about Evelyn, and she was so close, so many times to a goal. Man. She was one of the unluckiest players ever that I've seen on this team. And finally, she broke through, scores her first goal as a Sun Devil, then gets her second as a Sun Devil just four-ish minutes later. Awesome game for Evelyn. She's an awesome person, so good to see that. And then Sam Murphy capped it off uh, with the last goal to make it a 9-0 game and to sweep Denver, outscoring them 19-1. to Shots in that game, 65-15. to Trey, what do you think of this series? Well, there's so much we could talk about, so many storylines. Obviously, uh, Anita Fleming, if, if I uh, recall correctly, I think she's still leading this uh, is. team in goals, and she's obviously uh, thrashing the rookies in, in, in points, but uh, I want to give uh, credit to Maddie Messenbrink because I acknowledge this on air, which is Maddie, with all due respect, is was never notoriously known for being a goal scorer. But in that game against uh, Denver, you see her get multiple goals and and getting um, getting the hat trick, like you said uh, moments ago. Same could be said for Bridell because I think for I think for Brittany, uh, if, if we look at her stats right now. In her career, she has eight goals, so and half of them have come this year. But keep in mind, she scored two goals in in the game against Denver. If my math serves me well, um, yeah, she was on fire this weekend. Yeah, and, so so it's just yeah. like people who you don't uh, like peg as to uh, get get goals every single game. You just saw them dominate and be on hat trick watch. So we already know what we can expect from Anita Fleming, but for for Bridell and Messenbrink, like. I think, and also Sammy Lush. Sammy Lush scored in uh, Game One against the uh, Pioneers, and and she's been having a pretty good um, year offensively. And even though we don't really uh, credit uh, Lush as being a as a top goal getter on the team at all, you know, with all due respect, because you know the defensemen focus more defensively and not offensively. So I would say my main takeaway was that uh, people who don't normally uh, show up in the score sheet in terms of scoring. They had a productive day at the office. Yeah. Uh, you spoke about Sammy Lush, who's a blue liner. Let me turn your attention to another blue liner who we'll speak about in a second. Maddie Platts, and keep that name in mind, because we're going to talk about the Utah series real quick now. Um, let me paint you a picture, Trey, about what happened. Um, you already know, but the uh, oh, Okay, Bob don't. Ross, go ahead. Um, so we had to wake up at 4 in the morning to get to the airport. Um, let's just say a certain couple of uh, – Players were were a little bit sleepy and then set their alarm. Shout out, you know who you are. Um, so no, we, no, say the names. Say the names. Say <laughs> we, the names. We get to the uh, airport at four in the morning. Uh, our plane gets delayed for like a whole hour. We have to deboard a whole plane, get on the plane, and when we eventually landed in Salt Lake City, we're an hour and a half away from puck drop. It's so we drove straight to uh, the University of Utah. 
and to play the first game uh, of the last road trip of the season. And that ended up in a 3-0 win for the Sun Devils. Haley Martin uh, in the second period started the scoring, followed by Matty Platson. Uh, and then Sam Murphy in the third period. Platson actually had two points this game. She leads all defensemen in points. She's having a career season. Uh, Evelyn Olsen also got an assist on that second period uh, Haley Martin goal. So that is awesome. Final shots, though, 54-12. to 12. And you have to keep in mind, you know, this team had been awake since 4 in the morning. Uh, and they were missing a lot of star players. You were missing Maddie Messenbrink. Uh, Carson uh, was injured. Paige Ring still out. Bree Powell still out. Ellie McKenna concussed. Uh, a lot of players, you know, battling injury. Obviously, Jess Dorvinus, as we know, not returning this season. And they managed to pull it off uh, despite, you know, battling a lot of challenges here. And that was a really impressive game. We go on to the second game where they won 3-2, closer game. Maddie Platson started up the scoring. Man, she's just so good this season. Uh, power play goal, assisted on by Logan Satera and Hannah Coons. Remember Hannah's name real quick. The second period, Valerie Stevenson struck for Utah, tying the game, but Sydney Paulson just mere seconds later scored her 11th of the season, followed by Sammy Lush, and Hannah Coons got her second point of the game off the assist of Lush's goal, along with Paulson's second point of the game. And then... Camden Harris made this game close in the third period, but it was over 55 to 22 in terms of shots and ASU sweeps the final road uh, regular season series against Utah, outscoring them six to two. This was a closer one for sure. And one that, you know, if all these challenges weren't around the team at this point, I think we would have to look at this and say, you know, this is not a fantastic game for the Sun Devils. But, again, they were battling a lot of injuries and stuff. Yeah, and I think they're continuing to battle, like, people who are absent because uh, I saw your your post in which you said uh, Ring's still out. I think Satara wasn't at the more recent practice. Yes. McKen- McKenna's still on protocol. And uh, Powell is – I don't think – did you mention Bree? Because uh, she's still injured. Yes, we will get to that in a second. But they did – Sun Devils did slip all the way down to number eleven in the rankings. Yeah, I mean it. It, it doesn't really make sense in my opinion because they're on. They, they've like you know won the past couple series. They're shorthanded. Obviously, I know not. It, it, it in terms of the rankings, you know they don't look too meticulously at like narratives of the game because that's a narrative, which is they're beating these teams despite uh, missing some key assets. I know, like I said, they don't look at it in that finer detail, but it doesn't really make sense for them to be slipping in the in the standings if you ask me it i kind of get it because hear me out the rankings are also based on strength of schedule so if a team plays and wins against a stronger team and asu plays someone like denver and wins they're going to select that team that defeated someone like mckendry to pass asu and i think that's what happened and uh you know looking at the strength of schedule you know asu plays some really good teams maryville mckendry lindenwood i would throw in there too but then most of their schedule is based around a lot of wwchl teams that really are the bottom feeders of the league not even top 100 i think utah is the only one outside of asu that is top 100 in the nation um but there we'll see what asu does in the offseason but if you ask me i have the feeling that 
especially with them slipping all the way down to 11, they're not going to be in this conference for a while. Well, what what other conference can they go to? They can be we'll, – we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, they only got 30 minutes. Well, we actually have 18. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's look at the WWCHL now that we mentioned it. Uh, ASU can go undefeated for the first time in program history in conference play this season. They are 13-0-0. They have a 100% chance of making the playoffs. They have locked down that first spot pretty well. And then you look at the other teams and, oh, God, there's only one team that is above 500 besides ASU. What is that team? Colorado. At 5-3-0, and oh, they have a 62% chance of making the playoffs. Utah, 3-5-0 and oh, with a 37% chance. GCU, 3-7-1 with a 31.82% chance. And then the bottom feeders, CSU, 2-7-1, and, and Denver, 2-6-0, oh, both have 25% chance at making the regional playoffs. However, the thing that sucks for GCU is that they only play two more games. Meanwhile, most of these other teams, they play each other a couple more times. So GCU, we might not see in the playoffs. I believe if they lose this series, they are pretty much done. Um, so they're done. They're done. Again, never say never. Um, like you you always say, Trey. Come on now. Um, so we'll see what happens. But right now, it's looking like a lock for, obviously, ASU, but also Colorado. In my opinion, I think Utah makes it. I think they're the second best team in this league. But, again, we shall see. Uh, so that is your look at the WWCHL right now. Very interesting what's uh, what's going on there. So regional play, obviously, uh, end of February in Salt Lake City. And until then, we have one more series, as we mentioned, Trey. And that is the Senior Night Series against GCU. They will play them today at 935. And tomorrow at 7.35, I believe, as well. At least the Saturday one is at a reasonable time. I I agree with that. That's pretty That's pretty nice, um, you know, because we're not going to get out tonight until, like, probably 12. Great. So who, who you want, knows? You want to go to Gus's Pizza afterwards? You know, I I don't mind that place, but i i i don't really i i would much rather go somewhere like in and out that's just me but let's look at gcu um you know rough season for them especially with the new coach um two players lead them in points that is reese gingrich and rory ortega and ortega is a very interesting one i feel like she's been really good uh, every time we see her uh bella comb <laughs> is third in points. your favorite tied with mika summer for uh I guess third, uh, both of nine points, and uh, Bellicombe does lead the team in goals, so that's uh, someone to always look out for. Um, and then Hannah Schneidmiller and Olivia Cronin are both uh, equal and net. They both played two games. Each of them have – well, only one has uh, won more than one game. <laughs> I I can't believe I'm saying that. Um Remember when uh, Ellie and Berkeley appeared on this show a few months back and they – or I think Ellie said, like, um, the GCU is not really a rivalry to them. And I was like, well, you guys had a rivalry – excuse me. You guys had a rivalry last season, so it's just like uh, I'm expecting the same thing this time around. I think she, the, she was right. I think the difference between ASU and GS, or sorry, GCU this year and last year, different coaches, I, in my opinion, the 
last GCU coach uh, last year played extremely dirty, extremely dirty stuff that should have been suspendable. Um, but she's obviously gone, and now we have new coach in GCU. You know, rough start, but it's a rebuilding team. Uh, obviously, we'll see. Uh, this we'll see if this is the last meeting between ASU and GCU uh, for a while. Um, but we shall see. But there is something awesome about this weekend and something that is a tradition. It's senior night. So we are going to say goodbye to five of the six seniors, and that's Jill Ketchum, Berkeley Radcliffe, Sammy Lush, Haley Martin, and Maddie Pladson. Uh, Maddie Mesmerick is the ever senior, but she will be returning next season. Very, very bittersweet to see all these players leave because, you know, all five of these players have been a big part of this team. And all five of these players, you know, have been such great people on and off the ice. You know, I talked to Lindsay uh, this uh, or yesterday about them. And here's what she had to say. If I can get it to play. Hold on. Hold on, Trey. I, I swear. Holding. All right, here we go. Here's what she had to say. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's always like bittersweet when senior weekend rolls around. You know, we, we got them when they were 17, 18 years old, and now they're young adults going into the world. So um, it's really cool to see that growth. And not only that, but this group in particular has brought us further than any other class has. And um, this class has played in a conference championship every single year. Um, so kind of cool to see that growth for them. And um, you know, be leaders for the next classes. So that's what she had to say about her senior class. And I agree with her. This is a senior class that did a lot for this team. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it, it, it's always bittersweet because nothing can last forever. That's the thing. Like, you know, this day is coming, but you, you, you put it on the back burner and you just try to focus on the next four or five years and just try to put your all into it. And, you know, um, I think, I think uh, it hits me home when, uh, you know, you see Jill celebrating senior night just because I knew her previously. And it's and uh, I, I like to say that uh, she she made my transition uh, from my old school to now much easier because I knew her previously. So uh, it, it's always sad when even if a senior does a fifth year, like similar to what Jill and Berkeley did, it's just like. It, it, it's it's always bittersweet, and I think I also speak on, on behalf of that because it's just like for me, I don't know what happens after this game. I I really don't, but um, I'm treating it as if it's going to be my last one. So uh, I don't know what don't know what the future holds, and um, if this is my final game, this is most likely going to be the final time that I call hockey for ASU, and uh, not my final time calling ASU period because you know there's still the baseball and softball season, yeah. but final ASU hockey game ever. So. It, it kind of goes full circle for someone for someone like me because I got my start in hockey calling ACHA Women's D1 for Adrian College, and now five years later, half a decade later, and many miles in between, uh, my final hockey game at, at, at the collegiate level for right now might be Women's D1 ASU. So um, it's always it's always bittersweet. It's always bittersweet. Yeah, I'm like like you said, I'm not looking forward to next year at nationals fingers crossed that they make it next year um 
but I'm not looking forward. That's to not that. a diss. That's not a diss. We just yes. we're just under the impression like um, we don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, nothing is guaranteed. Exactly. Nothing is guaranteed. In <laughs> I like sports. How, how we have to do a disclaimer, but yeah, because um, I don't want the team coming at you. Yeah. Um, Again. but you know, I'm not looking forward to that because that will be my final time reporting on this team. So and that's still a year away. Don't get me wrong. So it sucks for you, obviously. But you know, taking it back to what you said about Jill, you know, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, one of the most funny people I've ever met. You know, I have some. Yeah, I have a story that I would like to share, but I can't share it on this show. So wow. Okay. Well, anyway, you know, she's just a genuine, like, really fantastic human being, and I can say that about all five seniors that are leaving after this season. It's really going to suck. Um, it's going to be really weird not seeing Jill uh, every morning at 7.50 <laughs> at practice. Um, it's weird not gonna, that we're not going to see Berkeley or Sammy or Maddie Pladson or Haley. Like, it's going to be really weird, and it's going to suck. So, you know, this weekend is to celebrate for the final time on home ice uh, how much the senior class really meant to not just the teammates and the coaches, but – the fans as well, the parents, uh, and us, the media as well, you know, because I would say all five of these players have done a lot for the media, especially Jill, especially Berkeley. You know, they've been on this show before um, and super nice people. Yeah, and uh, Sammy, I, I think uh, of all the people I've interviewed on that team, for one reason or another, she she was one of the best to give interviews. Very, I absolutely agree. Very well-spoken, very in-depth, and I can see why she's one of the captains of the team. And you know, to put it into a different perspective, someone like Ellie McKenna, she came to ASU because of Berkeley Radcliffe, because of Jill Ketchum. So now the Anchorage Alaskan trio will be no more after just one. Just one. It'll be down to the captain, Ellie McKenna, because uh, originally it was four. Uh, one uh, stopped midseason last year, and now Jill Ketchum and and Berkeley they're they're in the twilight years now. Yeah. So well. Well, we'll probably get them on our show uh, before you know. Yeah, we still got summer month, starts. Still got months of uh, slots open, so I'm sure. I'm and like I said, nothing. We got some stuff in the works, but I'm hoping we can like get a, a big team like roundtable yes, to reflect we on the season. Definitely, we definitely have some things in mind. But yeah, um, you know, going off that, it does leave a lot of questions that we'll probably get to after nationals, like the blue line because that's yep. a lot of blue line players and the oldest player on that blue line after this semester will be just Dora Venus Doro who has not, not played, played. A, lot of, a lot of games with ASU right. she, she has some catching up to do and you know uh no surgery is ever a minor surgery I speak from experience absolutely uh, in, in sports especially like like uh you think it's you think it's just one thing but you know it's a big rebuilding process yeah absolutely Trey um I think she has all the ability in the world to bounce back, and I really do think she's really re well-respected in the locker room. So we'll see what happens, uh, obviously. Uh, that's a couple months away. We'll talk about that more into April, May-ish. Um, but for now, we have this final series to talk about. Um, any thoughts going into the series other than what we've said, Trey? Yeah, uh, ASU will end this series with a bang for their seniors. I think they're going to absolutely obliterate uh, uh, GCU because they're not an issue. They're just cotton tissue. So, Wow. That, in, the, in the words of Lil Wayne, that, that's Lil Wayne for anyone who doesn't know. Wow. I, wow. <laughs> My competition is not an issue, just cotton tissue. Wow. I, I don't – wow. Uh, I mean, you, you have – 
I guess you're right. Um, <laughs> I, in my opinion, I think you know this is an easy sweep for ASU. Obviously, you know they're going to have a Knock lot of wood. injuries. We said we would talk about it, so here we go. Uh, the injuries for right now that we know of. Uh, after practice yesterday, you know, uh, coach uh, told me about the injuries, and here is the list. So, Carson Hellman and Maddie Messmerick are back, but Carson will not play this weekend. Okay, uh, she is still dealing still dealing with a strained back. So Carson, or um, I'm sorry, Quinn starting and and Brooke backing her up. Yes, a hundred percent. Because uh, again, Carson will not they, be playing. They had to use the U bug. Uh, uh, or, or the uh, emergency backup goalie, uh, Evan, uh, goalie coach in practice. Uh, you, you know, Evan's just trying to get back into the uh, Did I say you bug? Game. I meant e-bug. I meant yeah, e-bug. I was like, what? Um, emergency backup goalie, uh, Evan, the, one yeah, of the goalie shout coaches. Shout out Evan Hosser, you know, the legendary goaltender coach making his uh, ACHA practice debut. Uh, back on track. We're running out of time. Uh, also, out this weekend, Pagering will not be playing uh, due to illness. That's like three weeks now. It's a really bad illness. Uh, Ellie McKenna, concussed still. Okay. Bree Powell, still not playing due to injury. Okay. Uh, Logan Satera is a game-time decision. We'll see what happens to her. Uh, last I checked, she had the flu, so we'll see how she feels today. Yeah, that's no joke. Trust me. So they will be missing still a group of players so you will most likely see Liv Lavelle, Evelyn Olson, Emma Compton, and Amanda Benson, all four, you know, that we've seen on the bench uh, throughout the season really get more increased uh, ice time. Um, it is nice that Maddie Messenbrink is back. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, lots of injuries piling up at the worst – not the worst time because they do have two weeks after this series to recover in time for regionals. And then they have a whole month off uh, in preparation for nationals. And, you know, you hope that Bree Powell can really return by that time. I I would think that Paige Ring returns in time for regionals, if not nationals. Carson, I that's a tough injury she's dealing with. So we'll see. I'm no doctor, so I can't really say anything there. But, you know, um, you still got Sydney Paulson, Sam Murphy firing on all cylinders. So you should be fine. Any final thoughts on the series, Trey? Well, the the Sun Devils have been playing shorthanded the last few weeks, and I think they've uh, held their weight pretty well. So I'm expecting the same thing against GCU. I think, uh, with all due respect, I think AS, ASU has gotten really lucky with the scheduling because if if uh, if they needed to deal with some sort of injuries, like if it had to happen, I guess these last few weeks was the best for it to to, to occur. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And also, real quick before we end the show. Um, you will be hearing something special this weekend for the first time. Uh, you know, a debut of uh, of the Sun Devils uh, goal horn. Oh, they got a goal horn. They got a goal horn. Oh, fine. Oh, that's it's been a while. So make sure to tune into Inferno TV for that. Shameless plug, but uh, you know, or the no. streams have been a lot better. I just want to say, I, oh I, 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 I gave him a lot of, I, I gave him a lot of uh, crap over the, over the off or uh, over the uh, winter break, but it's gotten a lot better. It's gotten a lot better. Says Trey, who's part of the leadership group. I'm just being honest. Like, like I'm just being honest. Let, let, wow. Let's be real. Let's just be real. I was just wow. being honest. 
All right. But, um, yeah, so make sure to tune in for that. Uh, and make sure to tune in for Senior Night. It's always a special and fun time. Uh, anyway, we'll wrap up the show now. Uh, Trey, where can they find you on Twitter, on Instagram, et cetera? Find my X account at TreyMatt4. And you can also find me on Instagram, TreyEmeryMatthews. Chase Beardsley underscore is where you can find me on Twitter slash X. Chase Beardsley Sports on Instagram. Make sure to go check both those out for the latest ASU Women's Hockey articles. Uh, you can find what you're talking about on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, even Amazon Podcasts. You know, that's where our lovely friend Joseph Furtado listens. So shout out him. Because yeah, he has a Samsung. <laughs> so he can't listen on Apple Podcasts. It's a rough life for Joseph Furtado. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's pretty much going to do that. Make sure to listen to live uh, what you're talking about every Friday at 8.30 a.m., until i believe may is the last show so there's that but in any case uh wait wait before you close it out shout out to riley armstrong she said she got emotional last time we uh last time she, uh, she listened to the episode because we we talked really good about her and, and what her impact on the team so just wanted to give her that quick shout out okay yeah riley's an awesome person can't say enough good things about her too and you know obviously she's a big part of that locker room she came on the utah trip and that that bench was so much more energetic than that what i've seen in the past but Trey, final predictions for this weekend? ASU a lot, GCU very little. ASU sweep as well. So that will do it. Please tune in next time, uh, Fridays, 8.30. Again, find us on all podcasting platforms. Otherwise, we will see you next Friday. Take care, everyone.